Welcome to XY Podcast. This is the first podcast of 2016, and I'm extremely excited because I started this podcast in 2016. It was a goal of mine. It was something that I've always wanted to do, and I'm happy that that goal has come into fruition. And I hope that you've enjoyed a lot of the content that has been talked about and the topics that have been discussed on this podcast. So the first topic that I want to talk about in the new year in 2007 is getting over the fear of failure. I know so many of you and millions of people out there have their list of what they want to accomplish in this year. You know, January is a month of where we create and where we implement and where we strategize to achieve all of our New Year's resolutions in a sense. But the funny thing about it is that when we get to December, we oftentimes realize that Half of those things on the list we never accomplished, and we never accomplished because of one thing, failure, the fear of failure. Whether you have weight loss as a goal, whether you have you know a career transition, whether you have starting a new business, oftentimes a lot of those things don't come into fruition or don't reach a level of, I would say, optimal success because in a sense, we end up self-sabotaging ourselves because we're so afraid that our efforts are not enough or that our efforts are not good enough. And we fear failure. So in essence, if you fear failure, what you'll do is that you will limit and inhibit yourself from actually trying in the first place. Many people fear failure so much that they undermine their own efforts in a possibility to just avoid a larger failure altogether. And I always tell people that small wins are wins nevertheless. It doesn't matter if you move an inch. An inch is still victorious. And one thing about fear is that, you know, fear can be linked to so many different things. I mean, even as adults, um, we may think of fear as just something that that it is a normal occurrence. However, It can be linked to your upbringing. It could be linked to having maybe critical or unsupportive parents, you know, and and sort of growing up in a household or an environment where either you've been humiliated, you've been undermined, you never had sort of the emotional support um, in your childhood that is needed to sort of grow up to be a confident adult. So, so those things, yes, can have, can happen. Um, and also maybe you've experienced some form of a traumatic event. Maybe you stood in front of your class when you were younger or, and had to give a speech or a presentation and you kind of fell flat on your face. And because of that, you've been scared to sort of either speak in public. You've been scared to do many things and put yourself out there because of these, whatever past events or traumatic events, um, that you have experienced. But one thing that I want you to also realize is that oftentimes people don't understand that they have a fear of failure or they don't recognize that they have a fear of failure. And if you don't recognize it, you can't admit it. So, so many of us are operating in this space and we don't even know it. And I'm going to talk about some of the signs of this fear of failure. So you have an idea. And if you see yourself doing any of these things, you can kind of stop it and check it and say, you know what? I know what I'm doing to myself. I know what I'm doing. You know, I'm almost self-sabotaging myself. I'm operating in a space where I'm thinking my efforts or my abilities are not powerful or good enough to accomplish the goals that I have for my own life. Um, So here are a few things that I think are sure signs um, that, or symptoms that kind of encapsulate what the fear of failure sort of looks like. One, you have a reluctance to try new things. You're a person who's stuck in an old routine. 
you like doing the same thing over and over and over. Um, and sometimes they say, you know, too much routine is almost like insanity. But, you know, if it's a good routine, then I would say stick with it. But you, you don't like trying new things. You don't like getting involved in challenging projects, things that are going to stretch you. Um, and that's also a form of self-sabotaging. Another example is you procrastinate excessively, you know, and and when you have like a project or a deadline or, or goal or something you want to accomplish, you get anxious. You have anxiety. Um, and that anxiety also comes from the fear of failure. What if this thing is not successful? What if I try and I fall flat on my face? What if I invest money in this project and I lose all of my money? What if I take this risk and it doesn't pan out the way I expect it to be? So you procrastinate. You just hold it off and you never really see it to the finishing line. And you become anxious. And anxious is a sure way to form procrastination. And procrastination is a sure way to not accomplish any goal. Again, there's also a failure to follow through on your goals. So there's one thing where we have this New Year's resolution. It's in January. We jot down all the goals that we want to achieve for the new year. But there's another thing to actually implement, to actually strategize, to actually work towards achieving those goals. And a failure to follow through in achieving those goals is also another form of self-sabotage, you know? And we, we so, and people sometimes attribute that unconsciously, I'm not good enough. My, my abilities are not the same abilities as um, Mr. X or Mrs. Y or that person over there. They're much more smarter. They're more intelligent. They have a greater network. They have more money. Um, they have resources. I don't have those things. So therefore, I don't feel confident in myself or my resources or my position right now to follow through on achieving those goals. Again, that is a form of self-sabotage because I'm going to say this. Everyone has what they need to accomplish what they want. We should we should look at internal resources before we look at outside resources. Am I confident enough? Um, do I have the creative mindset to to sort of like you know, create something. Do I believe in my abilities? Can I, can I, do I have the confidence to tell people my abilities? These are all innate and internal things that we can hone and work on first. All of those things on the outside will come. But if you focus on, I need money, I need network, I need people, I need this, I need X and I need Y, you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to feel a sense of anxiousness that how am I going to accomplish this goal when I need all of these things to do it? But if you start with yourself and say, you know what, I know that as a person, this idea that I have is, is, is a great idea. I know that if I start working towards the things that I can't control right now, I know that those other things will fall in line. OK, another thing that we oftentimes use, which is bad self-talk. We talk badly to ourselves. We say, I'm not good enough for that promotion. I'm not as smart as she is. I don't look as good as she does. I don't you know, I, I'm not in a position to, to accomplish my goals or to accomplish my dreams. You know, I, I don't have the background or the network or the net work, you know, network worth to, to do what I want to do. And it's, it's little, it's bad self-talk. Again, it's a form of self-sabotage because what you're doing is that you're, you're not even validating yourself. You are speaking badly to your own self. And that is something I would expect somebody on the outside, maybe to throw a criticism to you, maybe to say something. And you're doing that to yourself. So we need to cut the self-bad talk out because that is also another form, another symptom of the fear of failure. And this idea of being perfect. Look, nothing in life is perfect. Flaws and alls is a beautiful thing. That is what makes us unique in our abilities, unique as human beings. 
You, everything cannot be perfect. And they have perfectionists out there. There are people who are perfectionists. And let me tell you something. Perfectionists pay attention to detail. It's a great quality to have. It's a great quality to have in a workplace. It's a great quality to have when building something. It's a, it's, it's, I will say it. It's a great quality. But it's a quality that can also stop you in your tracks. Because perfectionists believe that in order for them to do something or in order for that project or whatever it is to meet a 100% level of success, it has to be perfect. But the thing about it that is in life, there is nothing that is perfect. So operating in that sense means that you will spend more time trying to fix or trying to do something than the amount of time that is actually needed. And in that time, you actually waste optimal time. So being a perfectionist is, is, you know, not, it will not help you finish the way that you're supposed to finish and you won't relish in failure. You won't, you won't see the victories in, in a small defeat. Um, you would actually look at that as a, as a huge setback, as a destruction to your goal or to you, to whatever you're trying to achieve. So being a perfectionist is a, is a sure way, um, to limit your growth, um, and limit your momentum as well. So those are some of the signs that I think are forms of fear or failure that many of us operate in and don't either understand or identify and therefore cannot rectify. But one thing I will say is that failure has so many victories. Inside of failure, there are so many small wins that we always overlook. And, you know, I was talking to my husband and he was giving me the concept of baseball and he said, you know, in baseball, you you bat. Well, what did he say? He said, you know, you bat three hundred, and you 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 bat three hundred or something out of one thousand, right? You can still, even if you let's say you hit the ball or whatever you call it in baseball, you hit the ball a thousand times. Out of those thousand times, maybe you you bat three hundred, right? You can still make it to the Hall of Fame. So, in a sense, I thought about it, and he thought about it. He said, well, base baseball is based off of failure because in order to get to the hall of fame, you would have to have lost in a sense, a couple of bats or a couple hundred of bats, but you can still win at the end. And that's the whole concept of failure because at the end of the day, there's a lesson in failure. There are small victories in failure. A victory is a lesson altogether. So even if you fail, there's always a lesson to be learned. If we shift the idea of how we look at failure and look at it as a productive opportunity, a lesson, a, a teachable opportunity, then we don't lose at the end of the day. The victory in failure is that you attempted to do something. Failure can only come if you don't attempt to do it, right? So if you attempted to do something, that's a victory within itself. You are attempting to set up your future. That's a victory within itself. So don't be scared to fail. Like failure is a, a normal part of life. You know, when a baby is starting to crawl and they're trying to walk, they're going to fall. They're going to stumble. They're going to lose balance. This is the same thing in life. That is what happens. But eventually they begin to walk. They begin to run. Um, and this is what we go through in life. You know, in, in, in our stages, we crawl, whether it's in our profession, whether it's in our family life. Whether it's in our career, we're crawling, we're still learning how to get balanced, we're still learning how to, you know, balance things. And then we finally get that balance and we start run walking. And then we're still learning how, how do we run? How do we keep that momentum? How do we continue to, you know, 
be fast in what we're doing. And then we start running and we start getting a hang of it. This is the idea of failure. Failure is not a complete loss. There are always small wins in failure. And those small wins are wins of victory. I'm telling you. So, and one thing I would say is that most great leaders have failed at something. They have not been successful a hundred percent of the time, but they found success because they pushed through even after the aftermaths of failure. They, they, they were successful because they tried. You will stay stagnant and you will stay in the same boat if you do not try. In this year, 2007, I want you to be bold. I want you to spread your wings. I want you to let your light shine. I want you to get up when you fall down. I want you to stop self-sabotaging yourself, stop bad-mouthing and bad-talking yourself, and move and forge ahead, okay? People who are successful have pushed themselves. Even though they could not see the top of the mountain or see the mountaintop, they continue to climb Anyway, you know how you look at a tall mountain or whether it's a tall tree and the clouds are covering the tip of it and you can't really see how far it is, but you keep climbing anyway because you know that there is going to be a top. You know that you're going to reach that, but you keep climbing anyway. And although you may look back, although you may stop to get some air, although you may stop to, you know, regroup yourself, you keep going. And that is the idea of failure. So many people, so many of us, we stop ourselves short of success on purpose. We do that deliberately on purpose. We sabotage our own happiness because of failure. And that is miserable. It's, it's a miserable way to live life because you don't reach your full potential. You don't operate in the optimal greatness of what you can operate in, you know, and success and dreams, they come true only if you take risks. And those risks are terrifying, okay? It's a new species of responsibilities. It's a new species of, it's a new way, and it requires a new way to think, to act, and to become. So in essence, why do we really quit? And I think now you can answer that question. We quit. Do we quit because it's hopeless? Or do we quit because of the possibilities? You know, and that's the most important thing to sort of look at. We quit because of the infinite possibilities and we undermine our own gifts and our abilities. This 2007, I've, I've come to the realization that, yes, I have a lot of these resolutions like many of you have. But in order for me to accomplish it, I have to be bold and I have to take risks. And I'm willing to do that. So in 2017, I want you to join me on this quest of boldness. I want you to find your inner fierceness, your inner boldness, and set out to not let fear overtake you, but you be the master of failure. You be the master of failure by turning failure into small wins, by turning failure into teachable moments, by using failure as your fuel to keep your momentum. So thank you for listening to this podcast talking about the fear of failure and how we self-sabotage ourselves. I know that with the information that has been given and the content has been given. And sometimes I listen to my own podcast, you know, and I play it back and I, and I get my own aha moments from some of the things that I say, because, because it's, it's a cathartic way to not only talk to people about a topic, but also to remind yourself of who you are, remind yourself of how you're supposed to operate. And, and that's what this podcast has done for me. And I'm sure it's done for countless of people. So continue to tune in to XY podcast. 
Thanks for joining me on this 2017 ride of boldness and fearness that we will embark upon. And I'm looking forward to seeing so many of you use the content of this podcast and use it as fuel, use it as information to continue building yourself and and working in your optimal greatness. I look forward to speaking with you. Um, I think in the next two weeks um, for another new topic that we're going to be talking about. This year is all about being bold and being fierce. And I'm going to be talking about content on how to be bold and fierce in 2017. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud, and on my website, youtundayodebessin.com. So for Android users, I got a lot of questions um, regarding Android users. Um, if, you, if For some reason, if you don't have iTunes, again, you can go to SoundCloud. You can also go to my website, youtundayodebessin.com, and listen to this podcast and download it. Share it with your friends. Encourage them to be bold and fierce in the new year in 2017. I'll also be rolling out a lot of um, events that I'm doing this year. Um, which is a great way to invest in yourself. These events center on empowerment and in leadership. We have one coming up, which is called the Creativity Suite, which will be um, January 1st, Waldorf Astoria 2017. Um, It's really primarily for women, this one. So I would say go and register online at tcs2017.eventbrite.com. And to be honest, this event is all about being bold and fierceness. So I'm I'm walking in that light and I'm doing things and, and building content and platforms that are going to enable you to be bold and fierce in the new year. That's the only way you're going to be successful. That's the only way you're going to take risk. And that's the only way you are going to truly achieve all of those things you put down for your new year's resolution. Stay tuned.